into a priceless perspective. I'm your hostess, Nicole Steele, and I'm excited to have joining us today Ms. Kanika Starr-Reynolds. She's a mentor, successful businesswoman, and an inspirational speaker who has found a way to successfully balance her family and career. She and her husband are former owners of two successful salons in Grand Rapids, Michigan, which opened the door for her to share her wisdom and expertise in the area of beauty, confidence, and self-image. She is an inspirational speaker, blogger, and an expert in the field, often making guest appearances on television, radio, and even produced a television segment called Star Style in Session. Welcome to the show, Kanika. Oh, thanks, Nikki. Thanks so much for having me. It's an honor. <laughs> yes, well, you are a busy woman, and you're doing some incredible things. I wanted to bring you on the show today because you're impacting the lives of so many women and girls when it comes to helping to build their self-confidence and their self-image. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about the work that you're doing? Absolutely. Uh, I've been in the beauty industry for over 20 years. And it started off with hairstyling, and I call it star imaging. (laughs) So it started off with doing hair, but I found out that I was a beauty expert, but not just with outer beauty, but inner beauty as well, because that's what is important. And so what my job is is to build beauty from the inside out. You know, many of my clients, they think they're coming in to get their hair done, but they leave with a fresh positive perspective of knowing better who they are, and most importantly, Nikki, whose they are, which is a child of God. So that's what I am. I do um, image consulting. I've done confidence coaching where I do one-on-one segments with um, young girls or um, women who just need to find out their greatness. And sometimes it takes someone else to see it because we don't know who we are without studying who we are and knowing our worth. So that's where I come in, and I'm always excited to do that because I think that every um, young girl and woman is just a diamond in the rough. And when we find out who we are and whose we are, we are unstoppable. So I am a beauty expert, but I am focusing on beauty from the inside out. Because as my mother says, what good is it to put on clean clothes with a stinking body? (laughs) Ooh, I heard that. (laughs) Now, is this something that you've always had a heart for, or is it something that's evolved over the years? It's something that's evolved over the years. I started out 14 years old. Uh, working with my cousin Myrna at her beauty salon, shampooing hair and putting rinses in. And I really loved being around women. They taught me so much. I believe that who I am is 
the thousands of women over the time that I've learned from and I've gleaned from. And so I didn't know that this is what I would eventually do, but God knew. You know, I was just trying to make some extra money so I can shop. I've always loved to shop. And so that's how I ended up where I am. But it just goes to show that our steps are ordered and God always has a purpose and a plan for our lives. That's right. Do you feel like you're living your purpose? I absolutely do, whether I am one-on-one with a client in my salon or whether I'm speaking at a conference or a seminar or even when I'm Facebooking or blogging, I believe that I'm living my life on purpose because any time you can help someone or, you know, uh, shed light on a situation, be inspirational or, you know, just give someone hope, that's living life on purpose. And it's giving God glory. So absolutely, every day I wake up, I wake up excited about who I can encourage, you know, because it's not about us. Mm -hmm. It is not about us. And when we just walk in to our purpose, knowing that it's not about us, and just living a life of um, helping one another, encouraging, inspiring, motivating, and challenging people, that right there, there's no other feeling like it. So, yes, I am absolutely living life on purpose. That is awesome. Now, what challenges and obstacles have you had to face over the years as you've pursued your purpose, and how did you overcome those obstacles? I think the obstacle that I faced the most early on in my careers, you know, whether it's with speaking or um, doing hair or image consulting, whatever it is, it's just waiting on the fullness of time. Sometimes we get, you know, in a rush and we try and make choices just based upon we're ready to get it. But it's not always time. It's just keep on putting one foot in front of the other. You know, I have to tell myself, Kanika, stop rushing everything. Stop trying to get there ahead of time. In time, you'll get there because every step that we take is needed for where God has for us. I look at it like a pyramid, you know. The bottom part of the pyramid is always wider than the top because we have to build a strong foundation. And so the challenges that I've had over the years is just being patient and knowing that everything is leading me to where God will have me to be. And and that's that's been a, a very tough thing, you know, in the past. Another challenge I've had is just balance of everything. It took me a minute, but now I get it. And I found out that some things just take experience and wisdom. You know, it doesn't happen. Rome wasn't built in the night, and, you know, overnight. And it just takes for you to know that it's going to take some time and you have to have a strategic schedule. I mean, I wake up very early in the morning to have that um you know, devotion and to just have my me time and then I wake my kids up and then I have to have time for my husband and, you know, so it it's just balance. So those two things would be the challenges that I face, not being in a rush, you know, taking time to smell the flowers and just trusting God and also just balancing everything out, knowing that, yes, you are here to serve and you want to, you know, encourage, inspire people, but you also have a family. You also have to, you know, take time to know who you are, and you have to balance that thing out. So patience and balance. (laughs) I think that's great, um, especially for young people to hear because, while there's a lot of great things going on in this generation, there's also a lot of misconceptions in my opinion. And so we live in this microwave society. You know, people think they're just going to 
instant, you know, instant gratification. I want to be a, a star. I want to be a this or that. Mm-hmm. And, it, and and but they've lost the foundation that quality things take time. Mm-hmm. And so Absolutely. whether it's honing your gift and your skills, studying your art or, you know, whatever it is that you want to go into, um, having mentors around you professionally and personally that can help build you up and hold you accountable. Anything good, it, it takes time. Absolutely. And, um, you know, it is it is a challenge. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, and like you said, it also takes balance. Because whether it's a young person that's trying to balance school and personal responsibilities and maybe their goals and all of that, or whether it's a mother or a father who's dealing with parenting and being a spouse and being a business person or homemaker or what have you, balance is the key. So that's great that you were that you were learning to master that, and uh, that's encouraging. Now, as you're out and about speaking, I know that you work with churches, with schools, with girl groups, you know, you're speaking all over. What do you perceive as the biggest challenge when it comes to teen girls specifically in the area of beauty and self-image? Well, I think the biggest challenge is just um, letting these young girls know that they are beautiful the way they are. You know, when you turn on the television and you see all the music videos, you know, everybody is a size zero and hair down their back. And, you know, nothing's wrong with that if that's who you are. Mm -hmm. But I find it disturbing when we look in the mirror, when our girls look in the mirror and, and they're not, in their eyes, pretty enough. I found that the very thing that we tend to cover up is the thing that we have to let shine. People with straight hair want curly hair. People with curly hair want straight hair. Skinny people want to be thicker. Thicker people want to be skinnier. Just embrace who you are. That is the biggest challenge, you know, just turning on the television. And, you know, I have two little girls, and they see, well, we don't watch a lot. We don't allow them to watch a lot of television. But I like for them to see different women of all different shapes and sizes and ethnicities and still love who they are, you know. Because you can't change who you are. And if you can, if you decide to change who you are, because so many, I mean, they grow up and they save up money for plastic surgery and fake this and fake that. And it's like, really, you are beautiful the way you are. Focus on the gifts that you have. Because when all of the makeup is, you know, taken off, who are you? That's right. I know that there's a quote my mother often reminds me of and she said everywhere you go there you are Mm, (laughs) absolutely there you are so so. we gotta (laughs) we gotta learn to love us because there we are you know we're everywhere there's no getting away from us Mm -mm, and so you know find find those find those good traits and qualities about yourself you know I was told when I was young, you know, oh, my gosh, you have such a pretty smile. You have dimples. So guess what I do, Nikki? I smile all the time. <laughs> you will rarely see me when I'm not smiling because I found that one thing that, that has, you know, God has given me that is a beautiful thing about myself, you know. Right. I may not have long hair. I may not be a size zero. But, baby, I will smile and light up a room, okay? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that's empowering. I mean, when you find that thing that makes you uniquely you and, like you said, just begin to love the skin that you're in and embrace mm. it, that's that's one thing that we strive to help girls understand because if they don't get it at a young age and they grow up to be what we call broken women who yes. are searching and, and trying to fill voids with poor relationships and things and just, you know, just searching but everything that they're looking for is is right within. Now, in your opinion, why is a healthy self-esteem important for young women and girls? It's vital because that affects relationships, that affects schoolwork, that affects the careers that you know young women and girls will have later on in life. It's it's the core. It affects so much because if you don't believe you can if you don't think you're good enough you know we aim low and the problem with aiming low is you'll always reach the point (laughs) if that's where you're targeting is aiming low that's where you'll be is low instead of believing in yourself and knowing that you have what it takes know that you are more than enough you have something to offer that nobody else can give because god gave it to you it is vital. It's extremely important. And there's daily exercises that has to be done with it. I mean, sometimes you just have to put it on the mirror. I don't care if you write it in lipstick on the on the mirror. You know, I am wonderful. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am smart. I am brilliant. You know, one of my favorite poems is Our Deepest Fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who are we to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Well, actually, who are you not to be? On that mirror, write it on a big piece of paper. Who am I not to be fabulous, gorgeous, Mm -hmm. successful, and all of the other adjectives that you want to put in there? So it's vital, healthy self-esteem. When you know who you are and you believe in yourself and you know that you are of quality and quality made, you don't take anything. You don't feel the need as a young person to hang around with other girls who are not, you know, striving for excellence. So it's extremely important. Yes, ma'am. Now, when it comes to fashion, Mm -hmm. what advice would you give to girls with all of, well, not I won't say all, but many of the designers today making things shorter and tighter than ever before. What advice would you give to young girls when it comes to fashion and being fashionable but yet maintaining a sense of class? Well, the first thing I would say is that every trend that's out there doesn't mean that it's a trend for you. Right. I mean, that's for old and young, because there's some grown women who wear stuff they shouldn't. Right. <laughs> you know? So that's the first thing I would say. Just because you see it on television or in a magazine doesn't mean that it's the right trend for you. And as a teenager, I want to say it was Marilyn Monroe. Um, I don't know. It might not have been her quote, but I, I heard it, and it said something like, you know, a dress should be tight enough to show that you're um, – a woman but loose enough to show that you're a lady or something to that magnitude, meaning yeah. that it's okay because have your clothes tailored. You want them to fit, but they shouldn't be so tight as to where it looks like you're starving for attention in the wrong way. Exactly. And so I tell my daughters, you know, I teach them even now at eight and nine years old, 
Oh, sorry, 9 and 10, just had a birthday. So, <laughs> at 9 and 10 years old, you know, we shop everywhere. We are not too good to go to the Goodwill mm-hmm. and find some clothes. We we don't break the bank at the Reynolds house, okay? Now, right. I do believe in quality over quantity, meaning, you know, some things we do save up for and we just get it, but we rock it all the time because it makes us feel wonderful when we rock it. Mm-hmm. But there are so many things in, that you can get from TJ Maxx and Target, as I call it. You know, it's Target. We call it Target. We put a little French spin to it, you know. <laughs> but, girl, we shop everywhere because it's really not about the fashion and the clothes. It's about you. Exactly. And what we wear tells a lot about us. And that's one of the reasons why it's so important not to come off looking trashy because when it is time to court or date or, you know, you get interested in your first boyfriend, then that will actually be a reflection of the kind of guys that will approach you based upon what they think they can get from you. Exactly. We're walking, talking billboards. Absolutely, yeah. all the time. I said, hey, look, I, yeah. I, I, do, I, I laugh. I tell people, I say, you know what, I sell beauty. So I'm not coming out the house anyway right? <laughs> because right. I'm my That's own billboard. But it, it. but it's not just for me as a businesswoman, but also young people. You know, mm-hmm. you can get a job right there at the – you can be at McDonald's and a future employer could see you and see something in you, something about you. And just like that, hmm, you know, you, you look like someone who could work well on our team. I've had people say that to me. And I said, wow, you never know who you are going to run into. So always put your best foot forward. Right. Because there is always somebody watching, whether you know it or not. And they could be younger, they could be older, but somebody's watching. Absolutely. Paparazzi is everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) With or without their cameras. That's That's right. Now, what advice would you give to parents who may be listening who may be struggling with helping their girls, their daughters understand who they are? And whether it's, you know, butting heads when it comes to fashion or just helping them in this society where they're getting all of these crazy messages in this over-sexualized society with all these images and videos and music that says that a girl's value is in her body, in her the size of her bust and her butt. You know, how can a parent combat all of those messages and help remind their girls of who they are and whose they are? Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing I would say is listen, listen to them, you know. Um, it's hard for our children to talk to us if they don't feel like we understand, and we have to remind them that we have been there, you know. Um, the second thing I would say is sometimes it's good to have a mentor for them, not to the point to where they know that they have a mentor, but you as a parent strategically place uh, positive role models in front of them to talk to them. It could be um, a cousin who's in college that is, you know, doing well and has gone through it, and she's not wearing, you know, tight clothes, but she has a sense of pride in who she is. Sometimes we have to have someone else drop those little nuggets because they can't hear it from us. It's no different. Times haven't changed. I have to, if I want my children to know certain things and I don't feel like they're listening, I have somebody else bring it to them in another way. And Mm -hmm. it's like the light bulbs come on. Wow, guess what so-and-so said, Mom? And I'm thinking to myself, really? Really? I just told you that. But you couldn't hear it from me, you know? So that's that's another thing. We have to sometimes, we have to be creative. Because one thing we don't want to do is give up on them and lose them. 
you know, talk to them, even little things just strategically put out. You know, it could be the magazines. Maybe sometimes you have to take away certain magazines, and you play certain magazines where it shows a young person that's appropriately dressed or, you know, start watching the documentaries of the Gabbies, you know, the gymnasts who just, you know, won the gold. Or, you know, my family and I just sat down the other day and watched Venus and Serena who, you know, these young 14 years old when she entered professionally into the world of tennis and the things that they had to go through but how they had to remain strong and not lose their sense of who they are and whose they are. And first and foremost, we have to ground them in the word. You know, I'm glad that this show is a faith-based show because that's extremely important. We have to let them know what God thinks about us. That is right, because that's, that's the, the main thing. thing. Yeah, <laughs> he, he is the the original. You know, he's the designer, and we're the, the designer maker. originals. And yeah, absolutely. And, so, and we're made he, in His image. Yes. So when we are made in God's image, and we know God didn't make no junk, mm-hmm. we have to carry ourselves as such, as queens, as princesses. We are heirs to the throne. That's right. <laughs> so certain behaviors just can't can't go. That's not acceptable because there are expectations. And, again, we have to always have that word of you can do it, those encouraging words. I know what's in you. I know what's in you because it's in me. You you know, you come from good stock. Mm -hmm. That's right. You know? So it's it's a beautiful thing, and it's, it's about being creative and just finding a way to reach out to let them know you are not alone. You know, we've been there. You will overcome. You always remain classy, not trashy. Sometimes, you know, I, I tell young people often, you know, I say, well, Miss Kanika, you know, I, all of the boys go after those girls who's half-dressed. Now, you don't want all of the boys. You you right. want the right boy. That's right. You know, I hear this story about about the apple, you know, and it's about the apple. The best apples are way up at the top of the tree. And when the best apples are way at the top of the tree, then those those guys or even the people, because this ain't no dating, you know, the dating talk show, call me on that too. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, for those young women who feel like, you know, they're, they're not being wanted or because they're not dressing a certain way, looking a certain way, acting a certain way, that they're being looked over. No, the top apples, those people who are searching and seeking after you will have to put in some work because you will not be bruised. The apples that's on the ground are the ground they're on the ground because they're easy to get to. So anything that's easy to get to, of course you're gonna have people picking it up, but it don't mean it's the right people picking it up. The mm-hmm. ones that want you and the ones that want to be with you and will love you for who you are, they will climb that ladder and pick that fruit because that fruit at the top of the tree is the sweetest. Wow. That is deep and that is true. I hope y'all are listening out there. <laughs> that is so true. Yes. Now we I worth know. The weight. <laughs> yes, That's we are. Saying. We are worth we, the wait. We Girls worth the wait. To, to understand that. That's <laughs> right. They are things that are common are are cheap. You know, but those things of true value, you think about some of the most expensive cars, they they only make a few of them. Everybody can't have them. And you don't see them on clearance either. No, you don't. (laughs) They're not on clearance because they last a long time. And their name speaks for itself. Yes, it does. They stand out. So 
once young ladies really understand, have a true understanding, again, of their value, their true value and their worth, and understand that their value comes in who they are in Christ, who he says that they are. It's not placed in what other people think about you or what you're wearing, who you're wearing on your your jeans or on your tennis shoes, but he's created us from the beginning of time, and he said that we're good. We're very good, and yes. he's got a plan and purpose for us. So it's our desire here at A Priceless Perspective and within Diamond in the Rough that young girls will begin to grasp that yes. early on because until they do, there's so many things that will keep them distracted and off point, off yes. off of their purpose, just keep them all tied up in drama and foolishness. But mm-hmm. once they can really hone into that, Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, sky is the limit. Absolutely. So, now, I know that you and your family recently relocated from Michigan to Atlanta. Yes. Can you share uh, with the listeners what some of your plans are as you settle into your new home? Do you have plans to continue in, you know, in the in the hair and salon business? Are you on a speaking tour, or are there some top secret things you can't tell us about? <laughs> Well, actually, currently I am in the salon. I work a couple days a week, um, and in those days I'm not working. I'm working on um, an upcoming seminar, and actually two, so that's that's a lot of work, but it, it's going to happen. So I'm working on the seminar, and I'll, I'll have to let you know if people want to follow up with me. I'm on Facebook and Twitter and all of the social medias, and I will definitely be putting all of the information out. But, yes, I'm still a hairstylist. I still do speaking engagements. Um, you know, whenever there's a need, someone needs for me to speak or MC, I am I'm totally, you know, open for that and and ready for it. I'm telling you, I want to die totally empty. I want to use all of my yes. gifts. And so I I do a little a little <laughs> bit of a lot, but I love it because all of it is what gives God glory. It gives me purpose and I love to help people. Like I said, whether you know, whether it's one on one or whether it's thousands, it's it's a beautiful thing. Whether it's, you know, on Facebook or whether it's at the grocery store. It's what I love to do. It gives me purpose. So I'm still a hairstylist, a beauty expert. I do image consulting. I do a little bit of everything, and it all gives me life. So I do I do things that make me feel alive, and all of it makes me feel alive. <laughs> now, how can our listeners get in touch with you and follow the great work that you're doing or maybe even invite you out to come and speak with their groups? Oh, I would love that. You can email me at Kanika, K-A-N-I-K-A, star, S-T-A-R-R, one, at yahoo.com. Um, I'm on Facebook, Kanika, star, two R's, Reynolds, R-E-Y-N-O-L-D-S. Uh, Twitter, Kanika, star. I'm even on Instagram. I mean, you can private message anybody now, and social media is totally the way to go. So <laughs> I'm on all, you can YouTube me, Kanika, star, Reynolds. I put little short inspirational um, YouTube videos up, and it could be about anything, Marriage Monday, you know, Fashion Friday. I just, whenever I feel inspired and feel like it's something that can help someone, I share it. So I'm on YouTube, Kanika Star Reynolds, um, email Star one at yahoo.com, Facebook, Kanika Star Reynolds, and Twitter, Kanika Star. And you also have a blog that people can, don't you? I think you have a blog. No, 
<laughs> no. I'm working on a blog, actually. Oh. Okay, so I'm speaking <laughs> things said, in Texas. Come on now. I'm telling you, I said, wow. I said, that must really be on the way. That's another thing I do in my spare time. My sister says, you know how you can get busy and caught up, so just start getting your information days out in, the, in advance. And so I've been working on that. So every day I'll be able to, when this blog really gets going, it'll be strong and not start, stop, start, stop. I so you. I want to do That's it and do cool. it right. <laughs> I got you. Well, you all have heard it here on A Priceless Perspective, and if you want to meet Miss Kanika Starr, we're really excited at Diamond in the Rough to uh, be having her as our MC for our Leading Ladies Luncheon as we celebrate a decade of diamonds. Our organization will be going into our 10th year of service. And, Kanika, we are really looking forward to having you grace us with your presence for this uh, memorable event. So, listeners, you can find out more about the Leading Ladies Luncheon on the Diamond in the Rough website at www.ditr.org, and you can learn of the women in the community that we will be honoring this year for being real models in our community. So thank you again, Ms. Kanika Starr-Reynolds, for being a guest on our show, and we wish you the very best and God's blessings in all that you do. Thank you, Nikki, and thank you for all of your work and Um, for all that you're doing in the community to build the self-esteem of young girls. Thank you. Join the conversation. Visit us online at pricelessperspective.com or follow us on Facebook and Twitter. This show has been brought to you in part by Diamond in the Rough Youth Development Program Incorporated and Gem Makers LLC. 